Are you ready for this? We're going to talk about how to work with a challenging boss. How are we going to do that? Well, I, I think the, the big thing of this practice is that there's something bigger than you and me. If there's not something bigger than you and me that I'm serving along with you, what are we doing? Exactly. What are we doing? We're wasting human capital, that's what. But wait, you say you don't want to do that? Well, then stick around because we're going to usurp the system with three short phrases. Mission first, people second, you last. That's next on the Ripple Leader Podcast. The Ripple Leader Podcast, exploring powerful leadership from the inside out with your hosts, Chris Hutchinson and Josh Schuler. Okay, Chris, you say mission first, people second, you last. As another practice in this way of helping to lead others. Yes. And you talk specifically around that this this practice has to do with staying aligned with a challenging boss. Mm-hmm. And I know that if no one listened to any other episode of this podcast this is an episode where people are going "Uh uh-huh yes that's me amen preach on yeah help me out with this right um so many people have challenges with that what how how can we navigate that how can we give people some hope well i i think the the big thing of this practice is that there's something bigger than you and me if there's not something bigger than you and me that i'm serving along with you what are we doing so that's really, you know, the mission first is the big thing. It's like, what is, this, what is this possibility or achievement or change or fix that we're trying to do that we both believe very firmly in? And that will tether us together as we're going through all the challenges and all the forces that are going to buff us at a, buffet us about. The, the other reason that I need to put you next is because if I want you to follow, whether you're my leader, a peer, or subordinate or anybody else, if I don't recognize your needs, in fact, maybe better than you're recognizing them, then the chance of you reciprocating and getting my needs is very slim. If I flip those around and say, well, it's all about me and you know, you'll you know, come along for the ride and eventually we do this great thing, that may be true. It's not inspiring. It's not saying we're willing to sacrifice for each other to get to this bigger thing, the mission, the, what the business or organization needs. So it's really putting that paramount and then saying, and I recognize your needs I mean, if I if I'm open to recognizing your needs, you will then be more likely to reciprocate for mine. But so, that op- so there's that some openness hope is that's key, right? Say again. The openness is key. That openness is and being open, yeah. In in any of these stages, if we don't agree on the mission, we don't have anything. If if I agree, we agree on the mission, but I don't understand your needs, we don't have anything. And then we get down to what I need within that. And those those challenging bosses that have needs that they act out but don't say. That's powerful because when you reflect that back to somebody, they'll say, oh, great, I, I realize my needs. It's almost like you're helping the other person understand what their strengths are, but in a different way because it's sort of invisible. Their needs are invisible to them, but they're very clear to you outside the fishbowl because you can see they're all the time they're doing this. They may not realize that's what's happening, but that's the signals they're sending. Mm-hmm. So it's also a feedback loop for them to know what signals they have. So in this practice, you describe a process called the cascading needs. Mm-hmm. Where did that come from and, and how do we tap into that? That came from pure desperation. When I was working with actually this client that I talk about in the book where they were just Well, that wasn't a book. That was reality. That, that was real. Yeah. Well, it was, it was so, this was real, but it was the, the thing that was in there, the experience that I had was just unbelievable that um, this person had run up headlong against the boss. And so we together were developing, okay, so what are we trying to do together? 
Put that first. We got to get agreement on that. And then what did that what does that person really need? And the hard part about it was that the subordinate did not want to recognize those needs because they didn't feel they were valid. So we were in a power struggle versus saying, hey, those needs are valid for you to feel in control and to get updates and everything. This person didn't want to say that. They want to say, screw you, you know, give me some latitude. But if I recognize your needs, you're going to be more likely to say, okay, you want some space uh, based on what you just told me you're going to help me with? I can give you space as long as you report in and things like that. Then we're, it's a win-win. You're looking for a win-win, really, with this. So if, I, if I'm hearing correctly, the person who has the challenging boss, yes, a a way that they could go forward is to approach the boss and say, well, how, how can we get aligned around the mission? Well, in, in a little way, so this is a little bit of that leadership. It could be a boss. It could be sideways or down, like mm-hmm. what I'm saying, um, in authority. Is what right. I mean. So the first thing is you need to do the pre-thinking. You're going to have to take a risk. You're going to have to get out there and say, here's what I understand we're really all about. How much do you agree with that person? And you would be totally off, but you need to put that out there because it's easier to edit than create. If you say, what are we about? I'm putting pressure on you. But if I said, I think we're about making a difference in the world in this way, what do you think you'll go like? Yes. Or you'll say, well, no, I see it a little differently. Okay. You're looking for points of connection hmm. in that larger picture. Because if we don't have that, we're not pushing in the same direction. So, so that's the first step. Okay. So you can almost go and say, you know, here's what I think is important. What's your perspective on it? Yeah. And allow absolutely. them to edit that. Absolutely. Edit that together. Then we own it together. That's exactly. Right. So you don't want to just say whatever you think, boss, because right. that's not working well. Or you don't want to say this is what it is and just plow on because they might not agree. Yeah. So you're trying to get to that sort of alignment, alignment, alignment. Hmm. That's good. We're in the spectrum of mission first, people second, you last. Where can it be too much or not enough? Well, I think it, there's places where definitely um, you can overdo it because I think there's if, – if you're um, – if you focus too much on the first part, like it's all about the mission and it's all about you, all you need to do is pour energy into you, then we're back into the I'm not charging my own batteries, I'm not really going to get what I need, that's not sustainable, it's a lose, you know, win-lose relationship is going to be lose-lose eventually because I can't sustain it. And if, on the other hand, it's all about me and not about you, you can see where that's, uh, I'm focusing too much on the, yeah, mission, yeah, you, but me is all about it. You can see how that's not going to win either. So really it's around how do I make sure that your needs are met and then mine are coming along with that. One of the most powerful lessons I got in that, and I know Simon Sinek's written a book about called Leaders Eat Last, and I was encouraged and felt it was the right thing that when I've been on military deployments, the leaders would eat last. Because if there's anybody, now this doesn't quite match with the charge own batteries, we had to take care of ourselves. However, the people who are really doing the hands-on work, the physical energy that we needed to get the mission done, that was more in the hands of the people that were needed to get fed first. And we needed, you know, I could eat less. Like if we ran out of food, I'd eat just a small amount because I could run on a small amount, but the other folks could not. Therefore, our mission could not be accomplished. So it's a real embodiment of mission first, others needs next, I'm last. Mission first, people second, you last. Now that'll preach. And on our next episode, we get yet another wake-up call in leading others, assuming that most of our stories are wrong. You will not want to miss that one. For more about Ripple and Ripple Leadership, visit us online at rippleleader.com. You can order your copy of Ripple and gain access to other valuable resources. If you're on Twitter, follow and interact with Chris at at Ripple Leader. 
And the Ripple Leader Podcast is brought to you by the great folks at the Trebuchet Group. Trebuchet Group, a group of consultants that believe their success is a byproduct of the success they help others create. And you can learn more about the work of the Trebuchet Group at trebuchetgroup.com. I want to thank you for listening. And until next time, as always, go out and make some ripples. <laughs>